Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord. God bless you and good evening. This is Reverend Aaron Williams. We're here to bless you and greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank God for you tonight. You know, I was trying to get on my Facebook Live page and we're seeming to have some difficulties, but nevertheless, the word of the Lord stands sure. We're excited about what God has for us. We're excited in general just because we understand that Christ has moved our lives from a life of destruction, from a life of darkness, from a life of carnality to a life of light, to a light of a life of righteousness. And we're thankful to God because it's all about what He's done and not what we've done. We thank God for you that are tuning in by way of this Purpose Kingdom broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Thank God for Pastor Toy Daly and Brother Rob. Um, Hudson, we thank God for all of you, again, that keep us in prayer here on Purpose Kingdom, even as we have other ministries every day. This is the 1301st episode of Purpose Kingdom. 319-527-6091 is the number to call in. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, dial in. DTW Ministries is coming on the air. And as always, we want to begin with a word of prayer. God, we do thank you, for we realize that without you, we are nothing, that we can do nothing except we abide in you. So, God, we pray in the name of Jesus. First, with thanksgiving, thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy, God, and thank you for your grace. We pray, God, that you would have the preeminence tonight on the air, God, that you would get glory to yourself in the name of of Jesus. Bless the hearers in the name of Jesus, God, that the word would fall on good ground, bringing forth fruit to your glory, some 30, some 60, and some 104. Well, God bless you. Again, this is Reverend Aaron Williams. We're excited about God. We're excited about these times. My God, look at the faith. Listen, the faithfulness of God is shown in the saints of God that God is faithful to show you to yourself, to let the world see him in you. What better time than a squeeze? <laughs> what better time for God to show off in you than a time of pressure? See, everyone can go through with their hands up. Everyone can go through rejoicing with times are better. But when times get hard, when the unexpected, happen, when everything seems to fall apart, the child of God, it's time for we, the children of God, to stand up and show the world in a time of darkness that Christ is the light. We thank God for the definition of his grace. We all know it is an unmerited favor. God has given us more than we deserve. It's God's grace receiving and can't be earned. It's received and it can't be earned. Those are the letters to grace, G-R-A-C-E. Grace received and can't be earned. Grace realized and adequately covers everything. Grace, God really can, hallelujah, yes, he can endure. So we thank God that his grace is 
sufficient. We find out in the word of God that that's what he told Paul when Paul prayed that this trouble, that this affliction, that this affirmity would pass him, that it would be released from him, that God would free him up. He said, my grace is sufficient. I want to tell you that right in the middle of your struggle, right in the middle of your pain, right in the middle of your process, right in the middle of your misunderstanding, his grace is sufficient. My God, hallelujah. We're excited about God's grace because it's it's God's enablement. This is what really gets me. It's it's God's enablement. It's not our giftedness. It's not our ability. It's not the things that we can put together. I say this every time because I realize that if it had not been for the Lord that was on our side, where would we be? I realize that without God, see, we want to move in things that, that give us benefit. We want to move in things that give us the credit. We want to move in things and say, yeah, to God be the glory, but we understand that some people just have a strong will. Some people just have a strong reserve. Some people just have it in them that when they say they're going to do something, they're faithful enough, they're intent enough, they're committed enough to do it. But some of us have said things out of our mouth that we had the intention to do, and tomorrow we couldn't. You know those New Year's resolutions when you thought you said you was going to lose weight, you said you was going to start your business. You was going to start a book. You was going to start these things, and they never really got off the ground because after the pandemonium we are, after the excitement of the thought came, then the struggle of actually doing the work had to come. See, because when we move into things of God, that initial excitement wears off. The novelty wears off, and now you have to be committed to stay true to what came out of your mouth. You have to be committed to say and to do what you said you would do. You have to be committed to what the will of God for your life is. I was thinking about this today, and I thought about the will of man. I thought about how we can achieve so much when it's something we want. Listen, even through pain, I wanted to ride a bike. I wanted to learn how to ride. I, want, I, I wanted to ride because it seemed so much fun. My friends were riding up and down the street and skeeching their brakes and sliding to the side and smiling and laughing and honking the horn, but I could not ride. I tried to get on and I fell. I, I tried to pedal and my leg went between the pedal and the spokes. My, my leg, my I experienced some pain at my first attempt, and I didn't want to ride. I didn't want to get on because every time I got on, I fell. But my excitement to ride became more than my fear of pain. My excitement to have fun was more than my fear of fall. My, my excitement to do, my God, hallelujah, I'm preaching to myself. My excitement to get on the bike and ride like all of my friends was, was greater than the pain of the blood coming down my shin, than the blood in my sock, than the blood I felt in my foot. Then the pain wasn't enough to deter me to get off the bike. I wanted to ride the bike. And, and the thing that was so good about it, <laughs> I was learning to ride on my friend's bike. It wasn't my own bike. It was my friend's bike. My goodness, my God. Hallelujah. Look what God has done. God has, by his grace, 
my God, giving us the ability to live this life that we have accepted through faith. We accepted Christ through faith. We are in faith. My God, we stand by faith in grace. When will our excitement move us past pain? When will our excitement move us past failure? When will our excitement move us, my God, to victory? It's by faith. I believe that there's a victory in God for every child of God, my God. God, ah, with Christ in you, the hope of glory becomes a reality to you. When Christ in you, his more than a conqueror, becomes a reality to you. When Christ in you, hallelujah, yes, sir, becomes Christ, hallelujah. When it becomes the God of your salvation, when he becomes the all-sufficient provider in your life, when he becomes more than enough, then will your pain not deter you. Then will your disappointment not stop you. Then will, hallelujah, your hurt, your conflict not dwarf your application of the word in your life. It will not impede your progress. It will not stifle your growth, my God, because it's by grace. It's, it's by grace. It says in Ephesians, for by grace we are saved. We, we say that a lot, but do we realize that that grace means I have no hands in this. By grace we are saved through faith because I simply believe. Do you understand and do we recognize that even our belief came from God's foreknowledge? Uh, I'm I'm getting beside myself because God knew you would say yes. He added to your life grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to a place of repentance, that all should come, hallelujah, to the purpose of his will, that all should come to Christ as Savior. We are in this grace. I looked up the word grace, and I just wrote a few definitions down, and it says grace is one smooth elegance. And poise, you know, when someone dances, when someone does things, and they say, wow, he, she, they move so graciously, or she moved so graciously, or with such grace as she danced. Then it says, courtesy, goodwill, politeness, manners, you know, that when we act a certain way, when we conduct ourselves a certain way, we say that they moved or they acted with such grace. They were so well-behaved and mannered. They were so gracious in their courtesy. They were so polite. Then it also gives us a definition of a period allowed for payment of a sum due or a deferred payment. And I like that. I'm in grace right now for student loans. 
Hallelujah. I'm having my payment have been deferred. And in a way, we have received even this type of grace from God where he has deferred. My goodness. We don't understand that right now we might not like what's going on at Capitol Hill. We might not like what's going on at the White House, but it's because of the grace of God that some things are being held back even now. My God, hallelujah, because some people want certain communities to take over. Some people want certain things to be our norm. Some people want the church to receive and accept anything that goes and not to be able to, you know, when they say that Christ is the only way, we say that by grace. We say that by faith, but there are some trying to stop your mouth. Close your mouth from saying that Christ is the only way to God. And I always say, I don't agree that Christ is the only way to God, but Christ is the only ordained way. That's why God says, and I'm going to say it again. I got in trouble the last time I said it, but I'm going to say it again. That's why God said, whoever comes any other way will be accounted as a thief and a robber. You you are not counted a thief and a robber if you're standing outside of the house looking in. You're a thief and a robber because you went inside the house and got some things that didn't belong to you. Christ is the only one that gives you the authority to access the things of God. My God. My God. Christ gives us access. We have access through the blood of the Lamb into the things of God. Ah, for the things that have been revealed belong to his children, but the hidden things belong to God. God has shown himself openly. Hallelujah. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we have this grace. We're saved by grace. Grace can go on. Grace can go on and on. God reigns and Christ is exalted. That's grace. Gee, God our reigns and Christ exalted. Grace. Hallelujah. After what we have learned in God, I always say, my goodness, I always say this to everyone, God in you. God, not that we would come boldly thinking that we have something, because the Bible reminds us, listen, if we have what we have, what in 1 Corinthians 4, who makes us different one from another? And what do you have that you have not received? Even the ability to minister, even the ability to sing, even the ability to work with your hands, even the ability to articulate and administer whatever your gift is, who makes you different? Who makes you peculiar? Who makes you special is the word that the world you Who makes you to excel in the things that you do? Then the Bible reminds us, and what? Do you have that you have not received? Now, if you've received it, why do you glory? Why? That's why I understand that that's how I can be common with my family, that I can come around my friends and still be arrogant, that I can still be lowly. I can still joke. I don't have to carry myself or conduct myself with such an air of aristocratic. <laughs> to be aristocratic. <laughs> I can't even. I don't have to be aristocratic in my approach because it's not because of what I've done. It's by his grace. <laughs> it's his grace. 
that has given me the ability to stand. It's his grace that has given me the ability to minister. It's his grace that has given me the ability to sing. It's his grace that's given me the ability to write words, to write songs, to write books. It's his grace that gives me the ability to communicate well. It's his grace. That gave me the ability to play basketball. Now my body don't want to do that. But it was his grace that gave me the things that I needed. We've used those things to build names and kingdoms for ourselves. But God is calling every child of God in this time to be mindful of how we're building the kingdom. To be mindful of how we're building his church, to be mindful of how we're carrying his name. Because, listen, everything that can be shaken will be shaken until those things that can be removed will be removed, and the things that remain are those that cannot. We are in him by grace, my God. We're faithful by grace. We're consistent by grace. God. For Second Timothy 2 tells us, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace, listen, that is in Christ Jesus. It's the grace that's in Christ. What is that? Christ in us, Christ in you, Christ in me is the hope of glory. Be strong in the grace. Be strong in the favor. Be strong in the ability. Be strong in the execution. Be strong in the expectancy. Be strong, my God, in the redemption. Be strong in the grace ah, where Christ has exalted himself through the Holy Ghost in you and I by grace. Yes, by grace. When we realize that it's not our fight, that doesn't mean we don't do something. Hallelujah. But even our will is by his grace. Ah, yes. It's his faith. It's even his faith. Do we we understand that? It's even his faith. I live by faith, and it's his faith. Ah, yes, God. It's his faith. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of what I cannot see. I know it's God. I know it's faith because I don't see the materialization. I I don't see it actually happen, but I see it by faith. That's how I walk in confidence in this grace because my faith tells me I can do it. My faith agrees with the word of God. My faith agrees with what God has already said. And listen, his word is forever settled in heaven. There's an old saying, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. But we know we've changed that because, listen, if God said this, it's already settled. And he's already said by his grace, he's already said in his word that we're more. (laughs) Yeah, we overcome us. We're the head and not the tail. We're above only and not beneath. Listen, child of God, you are stronger than you think. You are more than you think. You are more able than you think. But what is your expectation of God in you? Not of yourself. Listen, I can do nothing of myself. 
When I see that my prayer life has fallen and my time in the word has fallen, I feel in my flesh Aaron rise. I feel my desires, some gain strength. I, I see, I feel my inadequacies and my, what was it? idiosyncrasies. I feel my proclivities rise up in me because I know who I am without grace. I know who I am without God. I know who I am without the Holy Spirit. See, we we are not puppets, but as we yield ourselves to the things of God, because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, we gain strength because we exercise ourselves spiritually. We gain strength because we exercise ourselves in the things of God. We, we gain, listen, you gain physical stature when you exercise those things that, that benefit your physical man. But the Bible tells us that godliness, that bodily exercise, profitive little. It only, it only aids the body. But then it tells us that godliness is profitable into all things even our diet, even how we treat our bodies, even how we treat each other. Because whatever man you exercise the most will be the stronger man. Whatever man you put more to the front will be the man that's more prevalent in your life. That is whether the spiritual man that's built and formed after Christ through the Holy Spirit of God or the man that you already know, the carnal man, the self-man, the self-made man. And we want to have that carnal man drive our character even in church. This is why we struggle so much. This is why our attitudes don't get better, because we want, we, we expect when we pray that trouble ain't going to come. No. God fortifies our spirit once we pray, but then he puts us back in the fire to discipline your flesh for what you prayed for. He's not going to make you do it, but you, we have to learn how evil. We have to learn through the fire what to deny. We have to learn to discipline because what the devil understands is that once we continue to say yes to the flesh, once we begin to continue to say yes to carnality, once we begin to say yes to mediocrity, that's giving in to the will of the flesh. And as you give in and yield, your temptation as you yield to those things, those things gain strength because we exercise it through disobedience. That's why Timothy reminds us, be strong in the grace. I find myself sometimes my mind drifting and I'm going and I feel myself slipping and I have to shake myself in grace. I have to remind myself that David encouraged himself, and I have to grab my Bible. I have to get on my knees. I have to begin to worship because I have to fortify myself because myself, that is Aaron, flesh man Aaron, will always desire flesh things because that which is flesh is flesh, and that which is spirit is spirit. Don't confuse the two thinking that you've prayed enough that you shouldn't desire. Your flesh will desire fleshly things because it's carnal. The Bible says that no good thing dwells 
in this flesh. That's why we crucify it. That's why we put it to death. That's why we bring it into subjection to the will, to the word of our God. Hallelujah. In Hebrews 13, it says, Be not carried about with divers and strange doctrines, for it is a good thing that your heart be established with grace. I can't just, this grace is messing me up. My heart has to be established in firm into what God has said for me, into what God says is available for me, into what God says I can do, I can accomplish through him. Listen, I want to read 1 Corinthians 7. I want to read through more of that because it really blessed me when I, when I read it. Hallelujah. I mean, for who maketh thee to differ? I had read this before, but I want to read it in its entirety. And what hast thou that you did not receive? Now, if you did receive it, why do you glory as if you have not received it? It says, now you are full, you are rich, you have reigned as kings without us, and I would to God you did reign, that we also may reign with you. Our efforts to do the things in the will of God without God. I remember our pastor, our late pastor, Pastor Smith said this. He said, we have mastered, my God, how to have church without God. I'm afraid that a lot of us have mastered how to live this Christian life without God, how to live in a place of grace. And I'm giving the definition for grace now as a period of grace or deferred payment for some due. Some of us are living in grace. But listen, payment is still due. We haven't received and accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. Payment is still due. We haven't come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Payment is due. He's giving us grace, my God. Hallelujah. Ephesians 4, 29 says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the edifying, that it may minister what? Grace. To the head. Not, not that it may minister prosperity. Not that it may minister. <laughs> it says for the edifying. Not for the excitement. Not, not for the pandemonium, not for the hoopla, but that it may minister grace, that it may minister ability, that it may minister the strength of God into the life of those that hear it. As I continue to see my life develop in God, I get excited about what he's done, what he's said, how he's moving in me. Because I see a difference. I see a growth. I see a desire for truth on the inside, not just coming out of my mouth, not just when I have my suit on, but daily. I'm I'm excited because the Bible reminds us that we are renewed daily. We are, this says, though our outward man perish, yet our inner man is renewed 
day by day, day by day, I see the available refreshing, the available renewing from the Spirit of God in my life, on my life, as I yield my life to him. Listen, child of God, and I'm almost done. I know I got a full hour, but I'm almost done already. That as we move into the things of God, there's something that we cannot do. And that is overstep his grace. There, there, God loves you. God loves you whether you're a sinner. God loves you. God's desire for all of us is to be saved. He still loves the sinner. Listen, my parents loved me, but they told me, Aaron, if this is what you're going to do, this is what's going to happen. I, like, I knew they, 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 they loved me. But they had already told me the judgment. They had already told me the penalty. Listen, child of God, God has already told you what the penalty for sin is, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Uh, For he who has the Son has not life, has life, but he who has not the Son has not seen life, but the wrath of God abiding on him. We have access into this grace of God, into this ability of God, into this strength of God, into this power of God, into this life, this Zoe life of God. Access into this grace by faith. Do you believe tonight? I'm already at the altar call. Do you believe tonight? Do you believe that God made appropriation for your sin through the man, Christ Jesus. Do you believe that that death, that life, that burial, that resurrection of Christ was for your benefit? The Bible tells us that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we should be saved. We shall be saved. So with the heart man believes Unto righteousness, there you go, there that heart go, that heart that's established with grace. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. The more I talk about him, the more I get grace. The more I mention his goodness, the more grace he's adding in my life. The more grace to do more. Remember the parable of the sowers. He said, hey, take away the one that buried it and give it to the one that had five. What? What do you mean? The more you use, the more you get. I'm excited about that right there. The more you use what God gives you, I'm challenging myself because I'm looking here across my table, which I, my study desk, my table, my, 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 my desk, my um, coffee table, my dinner table, it's all in one. And I write sitting right here in this seat. And I have a composition book that I'm writing a book. And I'm challenging myself as I'm challenging you. Start writing. Start writing that book. Start writing those songs. Start writing those poems. Start, start doing the thing. Start making those videos. Start making those socks. I don't care if you're crocheting and all you know right now is how to make a sock. Keep on knitting. 
I don't care what it is that you're doing. You're administering. I don't. I, you're communicating. You're connecting. Whatever it is that you do, do it with grace. My God, hallelujah. Is there one? I told you I'm already done. I'm not going to prolong it because my time, I still have time. I can add some stuff in there, but you have to stop when, when, when he stops. I want to read this last scripture, and we already reviewed it, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God because I recognize that his grace is what has me. His grace is what keeps me. His grace is what sustains me. His grace is what enables me. His grace is what grants me favor. I humble myself under the mighty hand of God. Why? Not just that he may exalt me in this life, but I'm looking see him. I'm living to live again. If that's you and that's your desire, I'm going to say a prayer. My God. I'm going to say a prayer and I'm going to ask that you repeat after me. That's prayer. Say it and mean it and God will do exactly what you ask him to do. Listen, his grace is sufficient for you. God's foreknowledge knew our weaknesses, knew what we would struggle with, but his foreknowledge knew we would say yes. And he said, listen, for your weakness, for your trouble, for your turmoil, for those things, that, those proclivities that turn you away from my purpose, here is grace. My God, we my God. He gave us grace, unmerited. He gave us the ability to overcome grace by faith. Repeat after me. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Forgive me of my sin and wash me in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Save my soul and write my name in the Lamb's book of life. I ask it in Jesus' name, to his glory. Lord Jesus, by your spirit, come into my heart and become Lord and master of my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Amen. If you said what you meant and meant what you said, God has done exactly what you've asked him to do. Let me pray for you. God, we do thank you, God, for each and every believer, for each and every child of God, for each and every man, each and every woman, God, that have repeated that prayer, God. Hallelujah. 
God, I pray for them, uh, that you would strengthen them. God, thank you for saving them. I pray, God, that you would draw them even closer. Give them, God, that sincere desire for the milk of your word that they may grow, God. Lead and guide them to a Bible teaching, Bible preaching fellowship that they may receive the word in fellowship with your saints. God, we pray in the name of Jesus for their grace that you've given them. Ah, yes, God, that your grace would strengthen them now. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke the enemy off of their lives. Satan, the Lord rebukes you, and the blood of Jesus is against you. Loose your hold on the people of God. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over their lives, God. In the name of Jesus, over every hindrance, every spirit, every infirmity, every sickness, God, every affliction, we plead the blood of Jesus and the name of of Jesus, for the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. We're going to bring on, my God, our engineer and our people in the back. We got our pastor, Toy, and I was, I'm saying Reverend Rob, not Reverend Run, Reverend Rob on the line, and they're going to give you some announcements and some information for corresponding with Purpose Kingdom, and then we'll come back with a final word and a benediction. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Reverend Rob, okay. Thank you so much, uh, Reverend Williams. Um, listen, I'm going to tell you, okay, as as Reverend Brothers, okay, I'll, I'll do you good. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> I just want to let everybody know that, you know, we are, you know, um, overjoyed and being this the uh, 1301st episode of Purpose Kingdom Network, that we gladly uh, welcome you here. And uh, we're just thankful for your listenership and support. And uh, as always, no matter where in the world, you know, we appreciate you, you, you know, your listenership and we thank you so much. If you want to correspond with us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, you can correspond with us here at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com where you can send your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or say your, you know, uh, or just send your prayer request or just let us know you turn your life over to Christ. We gladly appreciate that. And, um, you know, we always have this suggestion that you find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary that nurture the word of Christ. And I know most sanctuaries are closed, but... Um, Please, you know, find one on Zoom or LinkedIn or just, you know, uh, or, 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 you know, just somewhere where they have interactive church services. And if you're not comfortable there, come back here at PM Network. Will we nurture you in the word of Christ? Will we help you seek out, you know, the knowledge of God and his everlasting love and his joy? We're also on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. We're on Facebook where we invite you to like us on Facebook where you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. You can uh, just get to know some of our hosts until, you know, uh, we broadcast. We thank you so much for that. Uh, Also, you know, we are broadcasting on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. You can 
just simply type in the host name or the show name. You can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. We just uh, greatly appreciate that. Uh, well, God's will, God's blessing. We hope you jo- we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for Sister Dominique Hudson with the Dorman Place. Once again, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for the Dorling Place hosted by Sister Dominique Hudson. We just thank you so much, and uh, we just uh, so much are uh, joyed by our fellowship here at Purpose Camp Network where we just send the love and joy and just knowledge of uh, just, you know, the fellowship here. Um, One more thing, I know that some people are experiencing you know, some uh, kind of uh, technicalities with our uh, our 319-276091 number, which you constantly get the message or you may not get the message. But if you do get the message that you're getting charged one cent a minute, uh, we're not sure if you actually will be charged one cent a minute. But one thing we can do for you is offer you an option that you can download the Talkatone app where you can just uh, be your Wi-Fi. You can call here at Purpose Kim Network and won't be charged uh, anything at all. And in fact, the download is free of charge, which is Talkatone. Download that app. And uh, you can just uh, make free Wi-Fi phone calls free of charge. All right? And with that being said, no matter where in the world you are listening to us, we just, once again, appreciate your listenership, and we just thank you for your support here at Purpose Game Network. And with that being said, I'm going to turn this over to my compadre, Reverend Aaron Williams. <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to say another name. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> no, no, no. I won't say another name, anything, <laughs> anything that is not holy, I will not say so uh, my best thing uh, or my best option was compadre, which is Frank. Uh, amen. Amen. God bless you, Reverend Rob. We thank God for you. We thank God for those that are committed and faithful to what God has placed in their hand. You know, sometimes these men, these women of God don't get enough credit for the things that they do behind the scenes that make guys like me um, and ministers that come on platforms such as Purpose Kingdom um, and get the credit. You know, the things that they do are invaluable, and, you know, without them, we wouldn't be successful. So shout, shouts out to Reverend Rob and Pastor Toy and those that work behind the scenes, you know, um, on that media platform and that behind the scenes where you're they're, – they're parts of the body. The Bible says we bestow and more abundant glory of those, those parts that are uncomely, the Bible says. But those parts, because no one wants to see a person's guts. <laughs> no, no one wants to see the bells and whistles that make it work. They just want to see it work. But they don't understand that behind the format, behind the sometimes facade, behind the smiling faces, behind the eloquent words, behind the move of God, behind all of that, there are people that are working 
to make sure that it's communicated properly. So, again, my hat's off and shout out to Reverend Rob and Pastor Toy for the excellent work that they do. I mean, and they don't just do it for me. I'm only on every other week, but they have broadcasts that come on through Purpose Kingdom, and there are others that work behind the scenes with them um, that we're on every day of the week. And, again, even as Rob challenged you, I want to challenge you. You know, uh, we are on every other week, so sometimes you might forget, you know, things are happening. But, you know, challenge you to go into Purpose Kingdom. That's blogtalkradio.com slash per kingdom. And look for DTW Ministries when you get there, you know, and make sure you archive and binge listen. You can, you know, do it while you're vacuuming, do it while you're cleaning your apartment, just listen to episode to episode after the after the word of God has been ministered. I, 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 I guarantee you that it'll edify and excite, you know, your spirit. I'm getting ignited even sitting here talking to you. So I thank God for that. You know, um, I want to read two scriptures before we come out, you know, and close out. But um, again, in Ephesians 2, I'm going to read through that just um, to show you the base of what really got me so excited about this. Ephesians 2 um, starts off and says, And you have he quickened, made alive, that is, who were dead in trespasses and sin. Wherein, this is because we understand we wasn't always like this. Wherein in times past you walked according, listen, to the course of this world. He read Paul reminding us, hey, we, we, we've all done and we've all come this way. We, we, none of us are perfect and have been perfect. You know, in the course of the word, according to the prince of the power of air, what? We followed the devil. Uh-huh. You, you might not want to admit it, but it says it right here, according to the course of the word, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works, who is he working in? The children of disobedience. So there is a level of obedience that you and I have to walk in my, to experience how we have been quickened, how we've been made alive, what the difference Christ makes in our life. Because, listen, if there's no difference between you and the person that's not regenerated, the person that's not born again, uh, what benefit has Christ done? So that Christ may be shown through the earth. I'm, I'm saying this now. I'm, let me start reading again. Verse 3, among whom also we all had conversations in time past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Not just things that we felt compelled to do, but that we thought to do. Some things we didn't even feel to do. it. We just thought about it and said, you know what, I'm going to do that and did those things, those desires of the flesh and the mind, and were by nature, listen, children of wrath, even as others, by nature. It was our nature, my God, to be children of wrath. But aren't you glad that God has translated you into the kingdom of his son, whereby now we are, my God, no longer children of wrath, but we are the children of God. I'll tell your neighbor, I'm a child of God. But God, who is rich in mercy, I'm in verse 4, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ by grace. Hallelujah. You are saved. While we were yet sinners, while we were yet enemies of God, God himself 
has made us alive together. When Christ rose from the dead, we that are believers rose with him. Let's go a little further than that. Before the foundation of the world, the lamb had already been slain. We were reconciled with God before creation. That's a different word for a different time, but my God, hallelujah, and had raised us up together and made us, that's you and I, sit together in heavenly places in Christ. As long as I'm in Christ, I'm in him. As long as I'm in Christ, I can sit in heavenly places that in ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. God wants to manifest how good he is to the world through you and I. God wants to show his exceeding riches, my God, his exceeding promises, his exceeding kindness, his exceeding grace to the world through you and I. For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. It is, excuse me, the gift of God, not of works that any man should boast, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath, listen, before prepared, before ordained, that we should walk in them. The way has already been made. The path has already been laid that we would walk in these steps of victory, that we would walk in these steps of deliverance, that we would walk in these steps of power. How? By grace. My God, let me read one more scripture. 1 Corinthians, the sixth chapter, starting at verse 9, says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. My God, I'm already excited because I know what's coming. Verse 11 says, and such were some of us, and such were some of you, it says, but we are washed. We have been sanctified. We have been justified. In the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. God, I do thank you and I bless you again for each and every hearer. God, thank you that you've ministered grace to every hearer. Thank you, God, uh, that is by your grace that we've saved. God, we thank you that we come by faith. God, but it's your faith. So I pray faith to every hearer, to every believer. To every listener, God, I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, God, that you would stop every hindrance, every distraction in their life. God, that you would help us to realize that our weaknesses, hallelujah, is only to show forth the power of your grace. For your word says, for where sin does abound, grace, my God, yes, sir, grace thus much more also abound. Hallelujah. So there's no sin uh, that's not covered by grace. There's no weakness that's not dispersed by grace. Uh, There's no affliction. There's no power. There's no demon. Hallelujah. There's no infirmity 
uh, God, that's more than your grace. For you said grace does much more. It doesn't just abound, God, but you said it much more abounds. So we thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love for us. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would help us in our weakness, help us in our firmness, God. I give each and every believer under the sound of my voice into your hand, into your purpose, into your will. Yes, God, that your purposes may be fulfilled in them by grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, listen, I still am asking that you guys can go on um, CD Baby, you know, and iTunes and Google Play and purchase my CD as Reverend Aaron Williams, Rend Your Heart. You know, um, my shout-out going to the Ingram family, you know, losing our brother Alex Ingram. You know, I had sent him a song that we were working on that we were going to, you know, um, try to have out by by the fall, by around about this time. And um, the Lord um, took our brother Alex home um, a few weeks ago. And, you know, it was definitely a serious blow to the family, to the church family, you know, um, to those who knew him. You know, it's, 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 it's one thing to minister, but then it's another thing to minister in excellence. And Alex demanded <laughs> excellence. You know, sometimes that demand seemed a little hard on you. But when you seen the end result, you was like, wow, I'm glad he pushed us. So we thank God for God loaning him to us and his wife and his daughter being so gracious to share him with us. You know, um, so my shouts out to the family. You're definitely going to miss your husband, your father, you know, our brother. You know, um, we lost so many people. I, I know over almost a dozen people. I think it's like 10, 11 people that I knew personally that um, have passed either through COVID-19 or some other, you know, affliction or illness since March. You know, um, I've known a lot of funerals, but a lot of people I, had, I didn't know personally. These were all people that I knew, knew by face, knew by name. Um, so we want you to keep keep us in prayer. Keep DTW Ministries in prayer. Keep Reverend Aaron Williams, you know, um, keep Purpose Kingdom in your prayers. But I definitely want to encourage you to go, you know, go online, you guys that are online, you guys that are tech savvy and, you know, deal with CD Baby and iTunes and stuff like that, to go ahead online and purchase that CD. You know, um, it'll help me out, you know, get get my name, you know, a little higher on the charts. I think I'm uh, <laughs> I think I'm 600. <laughs> uh, we thank God. We thank God. We believe that the songs that God gave us are definitely a blessing, and they'll definitely bless you. So um, thank God for that. And, again, the challenge to go on blogtalkradio.com slash Purpose Kingdom Network and um, archive DTW and go ahead and you can binge, you know, maybe a few episodes of Purpose Kingdom along with a couple of other ministries that's on our network and on our um I would say network page through Blog Talk. So God bless you. You know, um 
Reverend Rob or Pastor Toy, if there's any other announcements that I missed, you know, um, I don't see that we have any callers. So we thank God. Um, I'm done with the word. And unless there's something you guys, you know, want to add um, or announcements you want to make at this time, you know, um, I'm turning it back over to you and we can dismiss. No, we just bless God for you, Reverend Williams. And, um, you know, guess what? You know, while the flowers are fresh, I just want to say, you know, God bless you, you know, in your ministry. And um, you can sign off yourself because right now I'm not doing nobody else's job but my own job. So you sign off on yourself. Well, hey, y'all heard that? That's Reverend Rob. I just gave him that name about 10 minutes ago when he read Rob. So I'm expecting to see him in a tango and um, some Adidas. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank God. So, um, okay, well, we're, since we're going to close, go ahead. Let, let, let's, let's go ahead and, and, and pray. Um, God, we do, again, thank you again for every hearer, every listener. God, everyone participating, God, either in front of or behind the scenes. God, we pray for their life. We pray for their health. God, we pray for their strength in you, for it's in you that they move, that they have and have their being. We pray, God, that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable in your sight. We pray, God, that the God of all comfort, the God of all peace, hallelujah, will keep us until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Jesus bless he raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. Yeah.